Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... From space, Tyler Hymanson. Oh, all the way from space this week? Whoa. All the way for every, from space every week except for one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are back this week again with The Land Before Time, in case you haven't been paying attention. We're not even halfway through. You're not even halfway there. Uh, we're talking The Land Before Time 6, The Secret of Saurus Rock. Oh, <laughs> what's it going to be? Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm excited to get into this sixth movie, but uh, before we go too far, we have a special guest this week. Isn't that right? Yeah, we do. Super excited uh, to welcome my friend, Twitch streamer, Dancing Retsuko, who is fundraising uh, for children's hospitals through Extra Life. That's awesome. Hi. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for being here, Rets. <laughs> Yes. Yes, we we always like to bring someone else along with us on the journey. Sometimes it's through the mists, sometimes it's in the Great Valley doing nothing, sometimes it's uh you know, to see some rocks that look like yeah, vaguely yeah, like yeah, a yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> but always eggs. That's right. There's always <laughs> eggs and space as Tyler mentioned. Yep. Um all right. Well, uh you know, before we get in the trailer here, Elis, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, you can send us an email about your Land Before Time thoughts to SequelRights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at SequelRights. And please give us five pointy sky things on the Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars goes a long way. Oh, I'm sorry, stars. I'm making the same mistake that this movie does. We'll get into that later. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the pointy sky points uh, goes a long way for helping other people find the podcast. <laughs> That's right. All right, here we go. You guys, Land Before Time 6. Get in on the secret. Source Rock! It's an all-new adventure for Littlefoot. You talking to me? And his four best friends. <laughs> now on video. Never fear. The lone dinosaur is here! Catch all the excitement. Gotta make a big entrance. The Land Before Time, The Secret of Sora's Rock. That's it. That's it. That's an insane wow. trailer. And I feel like... Why was this there was, swing music? <laughs> lots of screaming. This now, this was, I, this was a nugget that I was going to save. But this is the Land Before Time movie that appears in Beethoven's Third. Mm. Uh, and it does feel like that that was some strange cross-promotion. For Universal at the time, because that trailer and that music makes no sense. I'm sure it was. I totally forgot about that. Wasn't that the instrumental version of the song Bad Luck? Oh, God damn it, Justin. I, I think it don't, is. Get, don't bring your music supervisor <laughs> talents to this. I'm sorry. But also, <laughs> that Beethoven was the one where they went to a Japanese Western Oh, that's true. Reenactment. That's right. I, I was ex so, I was excited for you, Tyler. Finally, a, a Western land before I time. Was, I was it's and, a and Western, not, and not just any Western. A Chris Christopherson Western. Uh, oh, <laughs> our favorite kind. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, Retz, what was your history with the Land Before Time series? Like, which ones had you seen before? I'm pretty sure that I saw the first three. And I remember at some point in college, there being like an ad. I want to say 14, but I'm, I'm really hoping that there aren't 14 of them. And I remember just being like, how are they still making these? There are there 14? There, oh there are 14. There are 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh sorry. I'm sorry to inform you. There are 14. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry to inform us because she- <laughs> rest doesn't have to deal with the rest of these. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's popping in for no, number six. for you guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As Justin said, not even halfway there. Yeah. Not not quite. Not quite. Um. Well, that's exciting. I'm I'm glad you. Uh, I, I mean, I I am always shocked to hear that people have seen anything other than the first one. So. Yeah, when you said that you had seen three, I was like, oh, well, you're coming on the podcast because that's more than almost anyone has seen. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Um, well, as you know, Red says you, you've seen a few of the sequels. They always started space. <laughs> and this time I feel like we get to see some galaxies fucking or something. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's kind of what, what it looks like, the way they animated it. It was a huge bummer to me, though, because, okay, so this one's narrated by Grandpa, not by, you know, narrator voice. Mm. Um, and so... But I had been commending these movies all along for just matter of factly being like, yes, dinosaurs, evolution, it's a thing and it's right. the truth. And here it is. And this one, they specifically say like, and I understand that it's from grandpa's point of view, but <laughs> it still hurt me deeply that they said there are many wonderful stories about how we got here. No one knows the many ways in which this could have happened. And I was like, I didn't even pick up on that, and now I'm furious. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. How is that the thing that bothered you and not this electrified rock that rose out of the ground? That too. But I was just mad that I felt they were caving to the, uh, you know, the conservative family people out there that are mad about dinosaurs evolving. I I was too focused on, you know, the, the, these, the beginning things always build up to this big, like, and there were the dinosaurs thing. And that kind of didn't happen. They had this one like dinosaur crawl out of the water and then just an alligator. Yeah. And then he like, (laughs) he crawled up on this thing and went, and that was like and that was like the big moment and i was like why did it sound like that actually a lot of the dinosaurs in this movie sound like people just going like so i don't know (laughs) but um yeah so we do get the 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 start of this movie is grandpa good old grandpa who i just you know i honestly Almost all my clips are of the grandpa because I, I'm just like, I think his line delivery is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, he's doing a he's doing a killer job setting up this story. And he tells the story of the Lone Ranger where Disney got two of the most problematic actors that <laughs> they could have gotten uh, 10 years out in the future. And they put them into a movie that failed. I was so yeah, mad Justin's about that favorite movie. No, I, I love it too. No, I love it too. It's a good movie. And now I'm like, <laughs> okay, oh, sorry, what was God. the story that grandpa was telling again? He was telling a story about, uh, well, okay, there's kind of. I feel like there's kind of two unrelated stories a little bit. There's one about uh, the lone dinosaur. Um, Sorry, you said it wrong. Oh, yeah. Hold hold on. There's one about 
But then, just when the long necks thought all was lost, the lone dinosaur, the lone dinosaur, the lone dinosaur, the lone dinosaur, the lone dinosaur. And it is nice to think that somewhere out there is a lone dinosaur watching over us all. Why, no, I was, I was, I was, um... Wow, for Justin, the record, you beautiful I did not man. Plan that. I had no idea Justin had that prepared, but I am going to insist that we continue to say the lone dinosaur. The every lone time we dinosaur. That. Okay, you guys, those clips I put in were not, none of them were repeated. <laughs> that was just as it is and in that the movie. Was all grandpa, because the kids continue to say it that way almost the entire movie. So yeah. They all say the lone dinosaur. I just love that he, like, in the middle of a sentence, would be like, you know what? It was a beautiful day, and then all of a sudden, the Alone dinosaur. Came. It's like they all have the same brain defect. Yeah. You can't say it any other way. Which, as we have discussed, may be true. My other uh, favorite part of uh, Grandpa talking there, I included the part at the end where he's like, uh, duh, uh, duh, duh. but then. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's able to just like he's a master storyteller. He can just turn on a dime like this. The Great Valley. Yes, and life in the Great Valley was good until one day. Great. <laughs> yeah, until one, one day. day. So scary, Grandpa. I'm gonna be telling all my stories from now on. <laughs> until one day. <laughs> so. Yeah, so he tells the story of uh, the lone dinosaur, and uh, basically it's like, oh god, uh, everything was fine in the Great Valley, and then all of a sudden a sharp tooth shows up. Um, but you know who else shows up? The lone dinosaur. Lone dinosaur. <laughs> so, question. Did Grandpa always live in the Great Valley? Is this some legend that happened... Yeah. A different well, place. Well, he later said his his grandpa told him. Right. But I was like, I thought they came to the Great Valley only after like the first movie. Yeah, I was right. figuring like they must have heard of the Great Valley somehow in the first film. So it must have been like a story passed down. Like there's this place that is so great, and okay. it's a valley. Fair so I, I'm assuming that this was like a long long time ago in the Great Valley, and it was just passed down. Yeah, would be my guess. I want a version where the Great Valley is just Boogie Nights. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the lone dinosaur comes and, uh, sorry, the lone dinosaur comes and kicks the shit out of the uh, sharp tooth. Mm-hmm. And his tail makes awesome whip noises and it's like, a, it's a whole cowboy thing. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of part one. <laughs> And then- it's interesting because this is a classic, you know, Western trope gunslinger story, right? And they tell it to the kids because kids don't know that trope. But then for all normal people, you're like, wait, so I had to hear it and then see it play out also? Because in a normal Western, like, you would just see it play out. You would yeah. hear the story and then have to see it play out again. Also, how do we feel about the choice 
like you know that there was the conversation where all of this is happening like grandpa's telling a campfire story right but they have to be like no only humans can like invent fire so they're standing in front of like a magma vent I right. guess. yeah those aren't those hot <laughs> and extremely dangerous it's a really weird choice if you're gonna be like dinosaurs are gonna be in families there's gonna be brothers and sisters there's gonna be all this you know nuclear family bullshit but can't they can make a fire no but we're gonna do how do we do the campfire trope i guess lava i hate it they also somehow know popular music i don't know yeah (laughs) so be it (laughs) popular music about magma oh yeah of course of course uh i didn't even think about that that is weird yeah well i mean the reason that it's weird and they had to specifically animate it that way is because somebody was like they can't make fire (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i did strike me as weird because i was like you know, when we were in Costa Rica, we like saw those like steam vents. You know, it was extremely hot. You, you cannot get, get near close. them. You will die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. Well, they're dinosaurs. They have hardened skin. Of course. Not right. that hard because they're not <laughs> around anymore. Their constitution score is way up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. Okay. So in this campfire story, we get to meet two new characters. Oh, oh yes. Oh, boy. They're called uh, Dina and Dinah, right? Dana and Dinah. Dana and Dinah. Sorry. You guys, <laughs> we previously complained about not seeing Sarah's family. <laughs> this is all and, your fault. And Elis. this is our reckoning. <laughs> uh, but it makes no sense because they call her Auntie Sarah. They call him Grandpa Threehorn or whatever. And But like Sarah's siblings were like exactly the same age as her. So like... What did they have kids already? Was there another no. like I think I think that Grandpa uh Threehorn is a weird conservative dude that has a twenty year a young lady. <laughs> oh god. So you think they're siblings, even though he's not yeah. he's, he's not yet known as Daddy Tops, Tyler. That sounds like <laughs> that sounds like some daddy tops type action. <laughs> but they like imply that they're siblings. And I was I yeah. was also really confused by the anti Sarah thing of like, are you siblings? Or are you like which one is it? Yeah, because why would she have to take care of them if it wasn't her siblings? Like, Grandpa no Threehorn found a hot young beau. That's what happened. <laughs> but, like, where's the mom? You never see the moms in any of this. No. But you I've have the that... twins that constantly repeat their own names. Oh, yeah, boy. even Ducky's not mom is not even in this one. No. So, yeah, so this will get back into a thing that, like, a recurring theme of this is that th- what we remember for this first movie is that, like, Littlefoot's mom dies, and that's a mm-hmm. real traumatic thing. And the movies afterwards try very hard not to engage with that storyline at all. And how they have chosen to do that is just remove mothers and the concept of mothers from <laughs> every single movie. Except the last one. They talked a lot about Yeah, the parents. last one was good. <clears throat> that's true. Okay, but also, uh, I don't... I certainly could not tell this throughout the film. And sure, gender is a construct that doesn't matter to dinosaurs. But did, could, did you know that Dana and Dinah were a girl and a boy? No. Yeah. Wait, and I, I only found girls. this out. I thought it was two girls. Yeah. And of course, Dana could be a guy's name. Yeah. Why not? Right. But I only found this out from the DVD, like special features, because <laughs> it was like oh Dana and Dinah are Sarah's nephew and niece. Like there was like a little bio about uh, yeah. each person. Yeah. I watched through those two. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Gotta do it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, those weren't an option on my YouTube stream. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go research yeah, neither, it now. You're on Tubi. I did not have the version to have it gender coded for Southern states. Yeah. No, uh, I, we'll talk more about that because I went through all of them because I didn't know if Justin would have time. Um, ah. But yeah, Dana and Dinah uh, suck and they are like Pokemon. They, they talk like. Dina, Dina, no, no, boo, boo, who? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't even mentioned the most annoying part of them, which is this. Right. Oh, Dana, Dina, Tweety, Horbo, Ahaya. You cannot Pokemon, <laughs> but this is inconsistent. First of all, second of all, it's annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I actually found which one is it? Like, I think Petrie with the like me know that like I found that one really irritating. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, but he's always been that way. I know, and I had uh, forgotten how annoying it was yeah. until this movie. So thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only the only thing that I thought was interesting about it was that apparently it's some sort of known like twin speak that happens and like ducky can understand it because she has yeah it's like twin pigeon or something well, Ducky's got twins twins. Are, are psychic with each other but and yeah they, it didn't make sense that ducky knew yeah. what they were saying although yeah. it was funny she said well ducky said that she had like 13 twins or whatever right yeah yeah so that i guess Which is, that's why. i'm not sure how that yeah, but works like, but sure eggs are not twins yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it doesn't none of it makes sense <laughs> It's a cartoon. <laughs> it's like my mom had a severe genetic defect. <laughs> <laughs> Two and one egg. What? Yeah. Well, uh-huh. Thirteen um, and one egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're super annoying throughout and the entire. Like, the when first... they, they get in trouble because they're just playing and they just yeah. like get lost, whereas like our group of dinos that we've been following all this time every time they get lost and they go on an adventure it's always for like some good actual good reason they at fix, least better than these dummies. they fix a cataclysmic problem getting yeah. lost it's like if i was their parents i'd be like i can't find them i mean my life's about to get better so like let's just let them do what they need to do <laughs> yeah yeah they always come back this is movie six yep yeah but dana and dina are just lame they suck i hate they them do. I hope they don't come back. Honestly. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. <laughs> I hope Chopper eats them. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't even remember what happens. How does Doc get there? He just shows well, up. We gotta we, wait. Did we even really discuss uh, Saurus Rock? Oh yeah. No. Okay, so after the lone dinosaur lone saved in the Great dinosaur. Valley that one time, uh, as Rhett's mentioned before, some lightning caused a rock to come up from the ground that looked like a Saurus. Yeah, long neck. It's some X Men bullshit, and if there's not some Savage Land nonsense, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> this was a part where I thought there was some super awkward, um, exasperated dinosaur noises. <laughs> yeah. In this, uh, here, let me play this quick. Earthshake! I was like, is that dinosaur scared yeah, or? I, I, I clocked that too. It was strange. <laughs> Having a good time. Um, <laughs> very scared. Yeah. And I kept wondering throughout this whole thing after the concept of the lone dinosaur was this explained. I was like, have, have they ever even said dinosaur before? Hmm. Okay. This movie gets real willy nilly with the It really, really does. Okay. Because the thing that happens, and I was yelling at my TV when it did, is there's a sharp, at one point in the movie, a sharp tooth creeps up on Sarah and is drooling yes. upon her. And 
she says it might rain where up until this point it's been sky water sky water, sky water the and entire even time in the rest of this film it was sky water yeah littlefoot has one line in a song about rain as well and it's like <laughs> bullshit you're talking about sky spheres you're talking about sky water you've taken two-thirds as long to say everything you need to say you cannot say rain what's yeah, the so they're saying dinosaur and i spent so much time thinking like do they know the word dinosaur like this whole no. time and then they get to the first song and petrie sings carnivore and so i was like well, <laughs> if they know carnivore then i guess they know dinosaur like geez. yeah carnivore dinosaur sky sphere right at the song it's fine <laughs> Oh, man. What what is it that they call the bees in the movie? It's like stingy flyers or something like that. Yeah, stinger or something. Yeah, something stupid. (laughs) See, it makes no sense that they would know dinosaur. You're right. Yeah, but I would rather have them have these stupid names for everything than to be inconsistent. Yes. True. I agree. But yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so we learned that, uh, so let's just set up, the, the main thing about Saurus Rock is that it's got these, like, you know, it allegedly has the teeth of the sharp tooth that the lone dinosaur killed around it, and apparently, if anything happens to Saurus Rock ever, bad luck will descend on the valley. Yes, yeah, the closest thing they have to a mirror, I guess. <laughs> Don't break that rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about erosion? You know, yeah. like, if the sky water falls, something just happened to Saurus Rock. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, when the rock emerged from the ground and it was, like, electrified for some reason, I was like, oh, shit, we're getting into magic and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or aliens or something. Dino. Like, yeah. uh, I was like, this is happening. But then that, that didn't happen. No, nothing happened. Yeah, how quickly before we see space and then aliens populating the Earth? Pretty quick, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> that sounds fun. More fun yeah. than what we've been doing. Um. So, yeah, I think the next thing that happens is that uh, a mysterious dinosaur uh, arrives at the Great Valley in modern day times. Right? Yeah, he saves Littlefoot's life. Yeah. Like, randomly. Uh, and, of course... Upon anything new happening, including a completely innocuous looking new long neck showing up, guess who's there to spread his very particular brand of hate? Wait, once somebody's again. different that I don't recognize? His <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> daddy tops. Daddy himself. tops is back. <laughs> daddy tops himself. I didn't have time to grab these, but I love that he had multiple moments of like walking off screen going like, God damn longhorns. Or he's like trilling off saying like, <laughs> saying like uh, three. Long, long necks long always necks. bond together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I will bad? say before we get too much deeper into the story, I did like the idea that there was some other dinosaur legend like the Great Valley or something else that the kids could get excited about and be like, oh, like there's a hero, like there's a vegetarian leaf eater hero for us. Mm -hmm. And like, I like that idea. Do I like the execution of how it goes? Probably not. But I think that it was a better setup for a first act of this movie than maybe we've seen in a lot of the other movies. Yeah, it was fun to see them play uh, the kids get to play like, let's play Lone Dinosaur and yeah. Sharp Tooth and just be kids for a, a hot second. Yeah, and be kids in the Great Valley where it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
I did think it was, uh, of course, fitting too. how uh, even when her dad wasn't there, Sarah was still being super racist towards uh, yeah. Doc. And sh- at some point she called him squinty eyed. And I was <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me, mm-hmm. Sarah? Jeez. Uh, I will say that this movie felt like a good kids movie that should probably had a message that I think is relevant today and I think was really I was actually pretty impressed with what I was trying to say even for 1998 99 I believe 98 mm-hmm. 98 yeah. 98 yeah when uh, it's basically like your parents might be racist that doesn't mean you have to be yeah like when all the kids were playing and like Littlefoot was saying like oh I should be the lone dinosaur because it was my idea and I was like well that's actually really progressive for you to not say I should be the lone dinosaur because I'm also right. a long neck and I was like oh good this movie's going to be progressive and then Papa Tops came and it's no longer <laughs> <Yeah>. progressive <laughs> I've seen the brilliant photoshop work that Elas did of putting a make the great valley great again hat <laughs> On, on daddy tops but that is maybe one of the best if nothing else comes of this podcast ever that is the meme that we need to persist and get out there because my god does daddy tops suck yeah. yeah they just bring him in to do that thing every time every single time Here at least comes. this time he didn't sing about it yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> there wasn't other dinosaurs being like, oh, fuck, here comes the racist. Yeah. <laughs> but they did kind of side with him. They did yeah. later on. Yeah, yes. that second time they do. Yeah. And, 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 and grandpa, grandpa like apologizes for him at one point. He's like, no, he's fine once you get to know him. <laughs> Not grandpa. Which I'm, which I'm like, yeah. here. is he yeah. fine? He does this every single time. Yeah. <laughs> Six times so far. Maybe by 14, he'll stop doing it. There was one movie he wasn't in, and we were like, thank God. (laughs) No daddy tops. Um, But yeah, so Doc is here, and he, uh, like Tyler mentioned, he's played by Chris Christopherson. Mm -hmm. uh, Doing his best John Wayne. Yeah. Dispensing little bits of wisdom for uh, Littlefoot throughout the movie as he just like, you know, eats the leaves off the trees i thought he was pretty cool <laughs> yeah i, 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 I thought I he was li- cool too i liked him like he was just coming through being like yeah i'm here i don't want to be a hero Littlefoot's like oh my god like you're the lone dinosaur and he's like i'm just a guy like i don't really give a shit yeah. i did like how he handled it because we have seen so many versions of this where yeah. the hero that's visiting turns out to be a piece of shit or a lothario or a criminal or you know whatever and the kid becomes disillusioned this time he like really wasn't either he was just a dude like he didn't fit the hero thing where he like you know killed everybody and saved the town no not really and then he didn't like he didn't crush Littlefoot's dreams either yeah. it's really hard to do that man with no name like balance where he comes in like he's actively resisting the hero's call to action mm. doesn't want to do that isn't trying to do anything for himself is just like, I'm just the person that I am moving through this world and whatever story you're trying to tell, I'm not a part of that either. And it was really big in the seventies and it was like how Clint Eastwood made his whole thing. Um, But to see it done pretty well in this animated movie was kind of cool. Like I thought it was really good. 
I also thought he had like some really good little like nuggets of, of mm-hmm. wisdom. Like, you know, when all the other dinosaurs were like, you need to leave. And like, he kind of told Littlefoot, you know, like change what you can and accept what you can. And I was like, like this guy yeah. has some fabulous. That's an ethos. Like, yeah, like, like I will follow that. That's a that's great advice, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love that, too. His thoughts on luck. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, and I liked at the end. I mean, we'll talk about it more too. But Littlefoot is a real jerk to his own grandma and grandpa. At mm-hmm. some point, he's idolizing um, Doc, and he's like, "You're the best long neck I've ever known," or whatever. And grandma and grandpa are like, "Thanks, bro." You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about your dead mother or us who've been raising you now for like <laughs> however many years? And but I did like at the end that doc kicked it back to grandpa and was like you don't need me to be your hero you already have one and Littlefoot like ha- figured it out you know and yeah. I, it was kind of cheesy that he had to say it but at least <laughs> Littlefoot like learned something yeah <laughs> but like i also like that like that's classic anti-hero shit of him being like no man like you don't want to idolize me like you want to idolize the person who actually gives a shit about you yeah, I loved how anti-hero he was. He's just like every single time he saved Littlefoot's life, they were like, "Oh my god, thank you!" And he was just like, eh, "I was just uh, happened to be around." The yeah, s- <laughs> he was like, "I don't give a shit." For yeah. his scar, <laughs> I cut myself. Yeah, on what? <laughs> on something sharp? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> no, I'm he was too. real cool. In this <laughs> yeah. By far the best character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, well, should we talk shit. songs? Yeah. yeah, let's talk songs. Littlefoot loves Doc so much that he sings a whole song about him. <laughs> or I guess he sings a song about the lone dinosaur. The lone dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, it was clear that this movie was going to be like a Western. But when I heard the first few notes of the song and realized that it was also going to be like a Western, I was like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a classic. Like uh, comes in and you're like no. <laughs> yeah. it's a classic uh yeah ballad or something yeah of the the story of the lone dinosaur you know like uh tribute or something from tenacious d um <laughs> i actually thought that the song was going to be super annoying and i was like oh god but then once they got to the like you know main it's like kind of and they're like dinosaur and i was like okay yeah <laughs> I, I could get in on this i like it we have suffered worse songs. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just wish that, uh, you know, they were better singers in general. But yeah. That song wasn't so bad. Is this the one with Spike or is it the... No, that, that's the next oh, one. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay. So that song, it's a Western. It's a ballad of a Western guy. Um, okay. So the second song is just like a super sad, like, I'm all alone song for Littlefoot. Sure. No, that's the third song. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm that I that I was just that I was just like, oh, what is this? What is the point? You're of describing this song? all of my favorite genres of music: a ballad of a western guy. Now I'm super sad. <laughs> yeah, la- later on in the movie, Littlefoot goes off on himself on his own, and for some reason sings a song that was like the most boring, nondescript. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pull any clips from it because I was just like, this song is dumb, and like, it what's was, the point? No, of this? but Justin, was it? a actual natural depiction of some guy who goes off in the wilderness and is like, I'll write my own album. Yeah. <laughs> while I while I swing on a vine like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. At, at one point, which I was like, what? I don't know that I even remember why he wandered off on his own. I think he was going to fix Saurus Rock. Yeah. He was going to fix it so that the bad luck would stop. 
Yeah, oh, nobody right, else right, believed, right. believed him. They didn't believe him. Yep, they didn't believe him yep. until like oh, wow, until like t- two seconds later, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh man. But the second song, you guys, this right. this is this is great. Like we had the first song, and then like all of a sudden. I don't remember the, the the idea of or everyone suddenly remembers like oh my gosh that's right if we if we anything happens to Source Rock there's bad luck and then I was like okay everyone and their mother is saying bad luck over and over again like bad luck bad luck bad and I was like there's a fucking there's about to be a fucking song about bad luck and I'm not gonna like it and sure enough there were like two minutes later there's like a Roadhouse Blues song <laughs> about bad luck. <laughs> And um, the lyrics are basically like Alanis Morissette ironic because all the things they say, you're like, is that bad luck or is that just like the weather? You know, (laughs) is that bad luck or is that just a really poor decision that you walked into sticky mud? You know, like, is that bad luck or is that just like a coincidence? You know, like, it's bad luck. Um, (laughs) <laughs> definitive rain on your wedding day it's definitely bad luck ironic. you guys it just sucks it's just bad luck okay but like Alanis Morissette's song actually are things that are outside of your control whereas in this song like the rock that hits Littlefoot I mean like one of the other dinosaurs was literally on the tree holding a rock <laughs> <laughs> he literally caused that it's not bad luck it's bad luck it should have moved bad luck yeah that's right <laughs> should have stood right under the tree with the rock when you sing about a rock it's, it's bad luck you were born with bad reflexes little foot oh my goodness <laughs> uh, but as much as this song doesn't make any sense i gotta say uh it has a moment in it that pulled a laugh from my parents who were like half watching this movie at the same oh time my God. greg and kathy got a laugh yeah because okay. what happens is so dumb <laughs> And ridiculous uh, that I just, uh, you know, I just got to play it for you guys right here. Here we go. If a spike tail sits on top of you, that's bad. Luck. Hit it, Spike. <laughs> and I wish I honestly like wish we could sit here and just play the whole song because after that happens, he continues to do it throughout the rest of the song. It is amazing that that noise is not coming from Frankenstein in a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah, because it's like he's out of tune and it's just like. <laughs> Did you watch it with captions? It just says scatting. Oh, really? He does say scatting. <laughs> yes, I did watch it. I, I did not. I did not. Oh, my God. <laughs> did we ever i mean yeah i wonder if one of the things was like if spike would sing i know we had if spike would talk but this is apparently his second song by the way what since i, I guess he did a similar thing in a previous movie i do not remember him going fun fact is that apparently this is the only movie that jeff bennett the voice of petrie also does spike instead of Frank Walker. He must have been busy that Tuesday. Oh. Also, all the dinosaurs are pitched up actual animal noises because Frank Walker's not on this one at all. And I swear After to God, that you can fucking tell. Yeah, I was like, I swear to God, one of the sharp tooth falling into a ditch sounded like an elephant. I was like, <laughs> that's just like that's an elephant. Frank, I think 
Frank Welker is the most underappreciated person in Hollywood. <laughs> like I that, appreciate. It. I that man does of work. His like behind me from what? yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The man does fucking work. Holy shit. <sighs> That's great. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> I mean, I I was grabbing that clip and just like cracking up. Um, <laughs> it's just it sounds so dumb. I love I love so that that absurdity extended to your parents, where they're just like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just like, what? <laughs> oh god, so stupid. Um. All right. That's well, why those... <laughs> we watch these movies, so you do not have to. My God. Yeah. Okay. I want before we move on. I do want to talk about the insane like chasm that everybody jumps across. So first, Dana and Dinah manage to jump across mm-hmm. like these tiny little like tall things, and they make it across. Then our dinos like make it across, and it immediately all falls. And I'm like, okay, at least that is like somewhat realistic. I guess I at least appreciate that, like that it fell. And then on the way back, the other direction, they're what, on a log or something like yeah. that. And like Spike gets stuck. And then him and Littlefoot like basically make out to <laughs> try and pull Spike out of the log. He like literally puts his mouth over Spike's mouth to try and pull him out of this log. And like, I guess I was proud of them for not making it a gay panic moment because in any other movie, <laughs> like if a bro has to give his bro CPR or something afterwards, they're like oh no homo you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. So i guess it was kind of good they didn't make a big deal out of it but at the same time You're it like, looked Spike weird like live there's still a chance yeah it's weird <laughs> like, well it also didn't look like the most efficient way to pull him sure. either like, no no uh well elis you know they only made it across the chasm because of the courage that we gave them by uh matching them with their their parents in the in the crossing the chasm true. dvd game in the dvd game oh my god yeah, in the DVD game, to cross the chasm, you have to remind them who their parents are, essentially. And <laughs> then when it gets to Littlefoot, it's like, yeah. oh, uh, his grandpa. But the pictures, like the other options are so stupid. Like, <laughs> there's like, uh, what's her name? Nessie from the yeah. last movie. They show the like uh, crocodile. They right. show um, other bad guys. Like from a velociraptor. Other like, yeah. Obviously, that's not their parents. Littlefoot's mom is Cruella DeVille. <laughs> I did click on all the wrong answers just to see what they say, and they're just like, oh, nope, that's not a triceratops. Right, right. Yeah. It's really funny. Famously had her mother killed by Dalmatians. Um, mm. I mean, definitely when we were watching that scene, we were like, no, no, no. Like, the physics of this just doesn't work. So, you know, now that I know that Eliz and Justin were the saviors of the dinosaurs, that's, right. that's great to know that fact now. <laughs> if I hadn't played that game, I think game. the movie would have gone differently. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, Tyler and I, we almost got them killed by not playing that game. That's but, right. Yeah, watching on watching on the internet, we almost killed dinosaurs, <laughs> and I feel bad about it. But the, you know, there's should also just talk about the. Should we talk about the rest of the extras right now? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there's so there's... the other DVD game is a DVD Rock corner. puzzle. So you like? Oh well, first of all, there's a whole tutorial on how to use the oh remote my God, to yeah. play games. <laughs> right. And it's called it's called how to find remote, things. And then all of a sudden, it has. <laughs> Yeah, it's clip art of a dog, a horse, a monkey, and a cat. And you click on them, and it goes like, 
meow, and the, the clip part becomes big, and it makes the animal noise, and then it goes away, and that's it. I like that. Teach you how to use the controller. I liked that the 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 horse, the dog, the cat, and were uh were like realistic drawings, and then the monkey had like cartoon googly eyes. It was the cartoon drawing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I'm like, why not just use your characters from this movie? <laughs> they couldn't license a monkey photo. It was it was literally a special feature of telling you how to use a remote. And it even is like, can't find the remote? Why don't you look under the couch cushions? Or maybe it's in the kitchen. Yeah, it says that. <laughs> the thing that's insane about that is that this movie was released in 99, and the DVD did not come out till like 2003. Okay. Oh, well. Um. So another shocking thing, then, in that case, is that one of the DVD bonus features is just an ad for the Jurassic Park Institute, which huh? is just a website, jpinstitute.com, where you can do more fun dino-themed activities. And that's it. I did not and go to the I'm website. Like, why? In 2003, it no longer exists. You can buy the domain. Um, <laughs> it's insane. There, there's yeah, like the Jurassic Park logo that. and everything. I just Googled that right now, too. <laughs> so you're inv- acknowledging that they're all going to die. And then possibly be brought back to life. Was by... it a Jurassic Park 3 promo? Like, what the fuck? No, not in 2003, was it? I don't know when these DVDs 2001 came was out. Jurassic Park 3. But no, but the movie came out in 1999. The, the, uh, yeah, the DVD came out in 2002. I don't know what synergy person was like, we've got to put a Jurassic Park thing on this God DVD damn, for children. That's confusing. Yeah, yeah, it was real weird. And then there was, um, there was, bios of every single character and then you could like in the like so it would be like Littlefoot Littlefoot is a blah 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 and then you could click on the name of the dinosaur and see like a little info card about the dinosaurs and so they had that for every character but also they had it for Charles Grosvenor the producer (laughs) who if you click on him it's got a real picture of him and a four panel bio even though everybody else only had one panel (laughs) it's funny because all of this is under no other real life cast and crew yeah all of this is under the stars of the land before time And it's like, yeah, all the yeah, characters. Yeah, and it's not. It doesn't Charles show Grosvenor. the name of the voices or anything. It's just like Littlefoot and like the type of dinosaur, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but his four-page bio, <laughs> Charles Grosvenor, he owns a racing boat. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It went yeah. through like his entire filmography up to that point. Um, and then there is a there's two crafts that basically it tells you how to do crafts at home. <laughs> that's right. And one is they want you to like take um play-doh or clay put a dinosaur toy in it to make a footprint and then put a piece of paper on top of that and then like do a, a shading of the print yep, <laughs> that yep. you already so made with the toy steps. and then finally <laughs> did you read this one justin i I, I i saw step one was like make chicken soup and i was like nope i'm yeah. not gonna it, it I'm seriously <laughs> tells you to buy an entire four to five pound chicken <laughs> Like for this craft, and then it says like step one: make chicken soup. <laughs> Have your parents boil the whole chicken like at once to make sure that the bones aren't like cut or displaced. <laughs> and then you like take all the bones out, and then you basically like try to construct them in the shape of a T Rex based on like a T Rex toy. Just like, like I okay. even show you a picture. It says get a toy <laughs> that looks like a T Rex. I have to. I have to interject here because. I had a first and second grade teacher 
Mrs. Bloomquist, and then she got married in Mrs. Hambrook. <laughs> and she did a thing because we we're all obsessed with dinosaurs. This is like I was in first and second grade. She got a chicken, boiled it, oh, buried all the bones, and then had like a paleontology, let's dig up bones type of field trip in the playground thing that was still one of the most incredible things that I've ever done in my life. Okay, no, that is that, cool. Yeah, like that sounds super legit. But you're yeah, not a corporation amazing. releasing a DVD <laughs> telling parents to make their kids ask the parents for a four to five pound chicken. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I totally agree. I was honest. I've honestly been waiting six episodes to talk about how awesome my first grade teacher was. <laughs> that is great. Thank you so much, Mrs whatever it was. yes um <laughs> but it also says specifically like make sure when you're putting the bones together that you do not make a chicken remember <laughs> you're trying to make a dinosaur so don't put them back in the right place <laughs> yeah like the kids oh would know God. that yeah oh boy but yeah, it doesn't even bones. give you a recipe Re-make for the chicken them. soup it just says boil the chicken and make chicken soup yeah very well, weird because we don't care about the soup you just care about the bones <laughs> yeah. it probably doesn't teach you how to get the bones out of the chicken either yeah step one make chicken soup. that's literally well, what it's i mean that was our first real taste of bonus features on this dvd box yeah set. they also had like the you know I the was, like, traditional single the last <laughs> oh no go ahead oh what no i'm sorry saying? I was saying that I was almost impressed by the last craft of like actually teaching kids about like a modicum of actual science. And then your chicken soup thing just just ruined it for me. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Reassemble the bones. Yeah, just a different being. Anyways, just I took it. a lot of pictures of my TV. So maybe we'll post these on Instagram. Amazing. <laughs> nice. I'm hoping, you know, I was most excited about those DVD games. Those are always hilarious. Uh, so I'm hoping there's more coming up. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> they go out to Source Rock. Sorry, we got totally off topic. It's all right. Uh, the stupid twins cause them to fall and break part of, like, one of the sharp toothed teeth off the side of the rock. And bad luck descends yep. on the Great Valley, which kind of had me thinking, like, I don't know. Lots of bad stuff has happened in the Great Valley. Don't you think they always have bad luck? I don't know. A meteor fell. He specifically said that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I Grandpa did said that. He's like, uh, we've had wild winds and, and sky water before. And of course Sarah's dad was still like, get that new guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he caused the tornado. <laughs> yeah. Uh I did kind of enjoy the uh it wasn't really a montage, but the like um many bad luck type events that happened throughout this section of the movie, which I thought was kind of funny. The thing that I thought was insane about that is that Ducky and Spike, like, I think they were supposed to like in the script have like swollen up bumpy faces. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that there were like the animation studio was like, nah, like we can't do that. (laughs) Just put a leaf over it. So they just have like leaves like plastered over their faces, which doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) But they had to have gotten test frames back of like allergic reaction faces and being like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, did Gloriana watch this with you? She did not. <laughs> oh, because I was like, I know she loves Twister. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, it all leads up to a giant tornado attacking the valley, which we haven't seen yet. Um, sure. 
which was kind of funny that everyone's freaking out running away from a tornado <laughs> a bunch of giant dinosaurs like oh my god <laughs> get into this cave Whoa. Well, bill paxton nor philip seymour hoffman are there so yeah but you know who is there doc ellen hunt no oh. <laughs> the lone dinosaur the lone don- and he's like here hold on to this piece we can go through the eye of the storm and it'll be cool <laughs> it, it'll be fucking sweet <laughs> it's so calm <clears throat> but yeah he uh you know him and uh littlefoot get caught outside and um but he he rescues him of course sure right. oh i remember yeah okay so then littlefoot thinking the bad luck is their fault he decides to go back to source rock by himself he sings mm-hmm. the sad song which specifically in the sad song he talks about being alone with just him and his shadow and i was like you know what shadows are now you <laughs> fell for the shadow trick like eight times in eight every other movie times. and now you're like oh it's just my shadow <laughs> yeah so uh yeah he goes off on his own, and uh, we learned that apparently you could have, they could have fallen from that, uh, you know, log and probably survived. <laughs> yeah, he goes back to find the dead body of the dinosaur that they murdered, as they have been apt to do in nearly all these movies, uh, and decides that it's not enough to murder this sharp tooth. He also needs to desecrate the corpse. I know he's like, uh, we've never heard them really say this, but that moment when he was like. He's like, well, it looks dead. And then he's like, it smells dead. And I was just like, oh, they've never like interacted with a dead thing. It just f- felt well, weird. Well, he did lo- He did curl up next to his dead mother. All yeah, I was like, would you have felt better if it said smells like my dead mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm all for it, Justin. If that's what you're saying, I'm behind you. Smells like a rotting corpse. Looks Burps. like a corpse. Yeah. Burps. <laughs> I did. <laughs> obviously, there's no dino dental like work because he should have known how that you can't just pull a tooth out of, you know. I mean, but he kind of does. No. And then talking about that too, like their teeth are immaculate. Yeah, they are. That's true. Yeah, he goes. He he gets like a stick and props open. You know, the whole time we've seen, obviously, this sharp tooth is still alive because he's like. <laughs> Now the sharp tooth, I guess, is like smart enough to be, yeah, to be pretend to be dead so that he'll crawl in his mouth because he's like also listening to what the Littlefoot's saying. What are you saying, Justin? Are you saying you're smarter than a five year old in 1999? (laughs) Yeah. I just love. uh, (laughs) I love the long moment of realization that the. sharp tooth is still alive when he gets inside the mouth he's like oh wow at least the breeze is nice wait a minute if there's a breeze <laughs> and i'm <laughs> inside sort of hot breath i'm inside of mouth <laughs> shouldn't be a breeze but like before that moment it's like part, i think it was either after his song or as part of his song he talks about how like because he's alone he talks to himself and blah 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 and it's like yeah. you probably wouldn't have been detected by the T-Rex sharp tooth if you hadn't been talking to yourself. <laughs> it's true. What an idiot. It's bad luck again. <laughs> it's the full Rain Man technique. Backfiring <laughs> again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's getting chased by this, like, really dumb... The, the, first, uh, the, the first sharp tooth is like, really stupid. Like, we've seen him getting, like, stuck in things over and over again, biting through trees instead of our uh, characters. Um but then somehow there's like a second sharp tooth that just shows up mm-hmm. out of nowhere, right? 
Yeah, but uh, in Sarah's very eloquent words, good thing sharp twos are dumb or yeah. whatever she says. <laughs> like, and then they just like kill them. Oh yeah. well, I don't even think it's Sarah. I think it's Grandpa who says that, which I think is oh, did he say really that? funny. Oh, my God, I think it's really funny because they're just like these guys are idiots. Let's crush them with rocks. <laughs> yeah, let's crush. <laughs> let's murder them again. Let's have the kids who are capable of killing our greatest foe with a bunch of rocks consistently, even though they just made friends with three sharp <laughs> yes, in the yes, last like, movie and acknowledge this one in that they had intelligent language and familial love and yet yeah no, no, no. good thing they're Decent. fucking stupid <laughs> but they're all monsters let's murder them i did actually really enjoy this uh wrestling match between grandpa and the and the two sharp it's kind of like a little you know mini action sequence that happens at the end here there's a part where he like uses his tail to like choke hold <laughs> the one t-rex and like <laughs> And then he like swings his neck and hits the other one. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, we don't get this many. This is like an animated version of a Star Trek: The Original Series, like from the sixties. Fight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This fight was actually uh, filmed at Vasquez Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where it's like we can't quite get the animation to do what we want, but like you know what a fight's like. Let your imagination fill it in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. We don't get many action beats. Um, yeah, totally. And so part of me I was mean, like, yeah, Grandpa, get time that guy. <laughs> Grandpa's tried to fight a sharp tooth. He does better know, do this time. Do Grandpa's going to die in one of these movies? He has to. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're going to always just be there because they'll have like, yeah, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of. I wonder if the voice actor dies. I haven't looked it up. A but, meteor's oh. going to hit him. King Triton, if he dies, then. Grandpa should retire, be retired. I think. But. Yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, Grandma can speak too, so that that Very would true. be fine. <laughs> she seems like she's got a better head on her shoulders. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they defeat the uh, sharp teeth. Doc was there to help as well, and he's like, "I gotta get out of here, kid. Time mm-hmm. to go." What What's that line where he's like, "My feet were born on the wandering trail long ago," or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, he literally does the Shane thing and walks away, and Littlefoot actually has like tears yeah. coming down. I'm like, oh yes. god, yeah. And yes, then this uh, movie in 1999 has all of the tropes of the westerns of the 60s. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! We forgot about the part where Littlefoot does the taxi driver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's are you this. talking to me? And it's like, that's He's not talking even to the right You're genre. talking to Littlefoot? You fucking child? At least do like, you know, uh, was it Make My Day or yeah. like some other Western Which, line? Not no, that's not me. even Western. That's a San Francisco cop. Like, oh, never mind. Yeah, like whatever. It, it, it's but yes, it, was, yeah. it was insane. It was like, yes, do the 70s taxi driver bit, please. Yeah, kids are going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> which i love because you're right it's like transpose shorthand of like it sounds like something clint eastwood would say clint eastwood was in a lot of westerns so this is from a western <laughs> oh god the other thing i was remembering um i liked i was wondering you know because the Saurus rock thing seems like so weirdly disconnected to the whole like mm-hmm the whole like lone dinosaur thing i guess it's supposed to be looking like him i don't know it's stupid but mm. i i just thought it was funny that um 
part of me was like, I wonder if this movie was supposed to be called like the time of the bad luck, because at some point in the movie, they keep starting to say like all the dinosaurs saying like, Oh, like you shouldn't leave yet. The time of the bad luck is about to be over. (laughs) And you know, we already had like the time of the great giving. So I wonder if some studio was like, we can't call it the time of bad luck. No no one's like, there was another thing too. It was just like the time of those tree star changing. Oh yeah. The great giving. Now we're in the time of the bad luck. And that's three days before the time of the great giving. So you probably should want to wait one day so we can get to the time of the non-giving. No time, only land. (laughs) No time, only land. Yeah, that's right. That was a great Yeah, like that whole time of the tree changing leaves bit, like the top tops made like such a big deal out of it. I was expecting that that was going to come back later. And then during the bad luck, it was the water that ran dry. And I was like, you didn't, you didn't even have like continuity here. No. Yeah, and I they're like, love that every single time the parents are just like, oh, we're running out of resources. And then somebody inevitably is like, we still have plenty. Yeah. Like, it's still <laughs> totally fine. I like, like, yeah, like, but this no, but was I the like best this Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally are like, yeah, but this was the coolest one. And in, in my head, I was like, oh, I, I'm sure they mean like it was cool as in temperature, but. <laughs> I, I listened to it like, yeah, this was the coolest pool. That, that Starbucks cool had one. the most seating yeah, and right? outlets. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every single time somebody's like, we're still fine. Like, we're very much fine. Yeah, we were. And Daddy Tops is just like, uh, that stranger. I think in I think in the very next scene, like, uh, Littlefoot is talking to Doc and there's like a there's like a pond or something in the background and my dad was like my dad was like hey, there's water right there what are they worried about <laughs> and I was like I know they they're never going to see that water it's not part of the story that water's not cool enough for yeah, them. yeah it's, it's not cool, cool enough it's not cool like, you they guys. don't they do the lattes but they don't do the lattes it's the thing <laughs> it's actually a pizza yeah 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 <laughs> yeah Uh-oh. <sighs> well, I mean, the movie ends with Littlefoot now retelling the story, but this time it's about the lone grandpa. Wow. <laughs> Although I think it's actually called the gray dinosaur or something like that. Yeah, which the is good dinosaur. Which is super lame. You should have said the lone grandpa. That's more fun. <laughs> lone grandpa. That's what that nobody movie's about. The lone grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, well, I suppose I have to ask how many, Ooh, I don't even, uh, how many molten lava fires would you give Land Before Time 6, The Secret of Saurus Rock? Mm, I'm going to give it four lava molten vents in the ground because <laughs> I was like so excited after the last one took such a jump in quality back up Mm -hmm. in my opinion that this one like hurt even more that it like dipped down so low again because i just felt like they didn't learn anything once again um the animation itself somehow went back to being worse than it was last time oh elas i have bad news for you okay this is the last movie to be cell animated and the rest of them are digitally animated (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no so I mean, this might be the best looking the, one those will at least be like consistent you know like, like Ooh, i don't, I don't this know one is so, 
this one just look like garbage to me. And I don't know, maybe I just, maybe I'm just a dumb fan servicey person, but the last one was so good. And this one is it just was. like garbage to me. And the Western thing, okay, fine. Yeah, I get it. I'm sure it's like fun ish, but I'm just, uh, I don't care. Uh, four. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it six. Oh. I thought that this should have been the second movie. I think that this is a f- perfectly fine. Hmm. We're in the Great Valley. Some shit's happening. But it it's only a six in the imaginary universe where this is the second movie. Where it is an, <laughs> an inconsequential adventure in the Great Valley where like, hey, like everyone needs to be in the exact same spot where they were when we end this, which makes a lot more sense with Sarah's family and everything else where. Uh, yeah, so. I want it now. I'm talking myself out of the six, but <laughs> yeah, it's a Western. I love a Western. This is a perfect bottle episode for this series and would have been perfectly fine at two. The fact that it emerges at six makes me terrified for a future, but I have to be like somewhat optimistic. So I'm giving it a six magma vents. Oh, uh, I'm going to give it five, which is, I think, the same as last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think last week's movie would make more sense as being the second movie personally, but, um, yes. but I ha- third, uh, Damn chomper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had fun with this movie. I was surprised by the Western thing. I was not expecting that to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it just felt like something kind of like odd for these movies to be doing. And so I thought it was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed some of the fight sequences that happened and um, just felt like it was a decent story. And I mean, um, this is, I think, one of the few that is completely in the Great Valley. Like they'd never, like Saurus Rock is still inside the Great Valley. They never leave mm-hmm. all the other ones they've gone out. And it's just fun to hear them like building up the lore of the Great Valley itself. And we're learning about a new thing that probably wasn't there the entire time because they just invented for the for this movie but they do a decent job of making it feel like oh saurus rock was always there and now we're just finally hearing about it and i kind of like that at this point you know uh, on a sixth movie grandpa's even like i've never been there <laughs> yeah it looks pretty far away even though it's still there um like it's like it's in pomona or something and this, yeah, <laughs> the songs were like I I got a real big laugh out of the second song, the bad luck song, and then I thought that the legend of the lone dinosaur song was pretty fun. Third one was bad, but that's kind of how it is. Like for whatever reason, they got to have three songs, and there's maybe one that's okay. You know, they never ever fit the correct like anatomy of a musical. These no. songs are better than like we were on a very impressive consistent trajectory where the songs were getting worse yeah so hopefully these songs are they're not good but they're not (laughs) somehow worse than the last one rets what is your ranking uh i think i'd actually be pretty comfortable with a six um i think probably because i haven't seen the last five in the last 25 years like i think this one did a really good job of being like a nice standalone film And because I did see the first three, I was like, all right, there's some like nice nostalgic moments. Like I definitely remember the characters. I remember their background. 
the songs were super cringe. Just so I'm really disappointed to hear that the last five were worse. <laughs> so <laughs> much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't think I'll be going back and renting the other five. <laughs> But, you know, like, I think they had some good themes. They had some super cringe themes, but it like it stands alone on its own really, really well. Nice. And the lone dinosaur. I mean, the lone dinosaur is the best <laughs> character ever. <laughs> I yeah. love him. He's pretty great. Six just for him. He's also, like, I want to make like a super serious HBO Dinotopia dinosaur Western. And yes. if somebody has a couple million dollars laying around, let me know. The lone <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the Land Before Time 6. Um, but you know what? There's more. We're, we're just about to hit the halfway point next, only next week, you guys. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, with, my God. With the Land Before Time 7, the Stone of Cold Fire. Ooh. Stone Cold? Uh, Steve Austin. Cold Steve Austin. Creamery? <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, the origin of Sto- Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah. Right. Wait, they, yeah. Learn, they learn the word fire in the next one. Oh yeah! Oh, maybe. oh. more inconsistencies mm. from Skywater. <laughs> yeah, and Ray. I, I don't know like what a stone of cold fire could be, but like my this one sounds like it could maybe move more into like a magical thing too. I don't know. Maybe it could be. Or there's yeah. an iceberg somewhere. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, no jetty. The weak jet plane at the intro of this. You're right. Oh, You're right. I will point out that Steve from our last episode was like he had done research on the. Uh, on that plane and I was like oh he had not had the opportunity to listen to our fourth episode <laughs> where I was like oh no we totally covered this did he also find the fake articles about yes, it yes yep oh good good <laughs> I'm not alone um okay Rats, tell us about Extra Life yeah uh so Extra Life is an organization that partners with the Children's Miracle Network And so they can either do in-person events or obviously with COVID last year, a lot of people are doing uh, virtual events through Twitch streaming, YouTube streaming, and so on. And so I kind of found out about them last October and I've been fundraising for the Children's Hospital Los Angeles. And so basically like whoever is participating in the event, you can fundraise for whatever your, your local hospital is. And obviously with us all being Angelinos, I chose CHLA. That's awesome. Where can people find that today? Ah, yeah. So you can go to extralife.org um, and search by participant name, which is Dancing Let's Go. Or I'm also on Twitch, which is at twitch.tv slash Dancing Let's Go. Awesome. And we'll cool. put that in our show notes, and website and everything. Awesome. Uh, thank, you. thank you so much for being here. Also, I should mention that Rutz is an awesome artist and did a super cool lamb for time drawing for us Ooh. that hopefully oh we'll I'll get the video from her to post on our Instagram as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. And if I think if I'm doing the math right and you're listening to this on the day it comes out, you still have one week to donate to uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society 100 Club uh, that Tyler and I are participating in. Uh, there are virtual escape rooms, virtual. No, the 5K is over. Uh, but anyways, lots of <laughs> things to donate. Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash cancer and all the links to everything are there. And uh, do it, us. do it. <laughs> Email us sequelrights at gmail.com and find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And rate and review us, it helps other people find the podcast and is the best way you can support us. 
And we'll see you guys next week as we continue on and find out about the Stone of Cold Fire. Long ago on a mountaintop, a mighty egg was laid. Burned by the light of the circle bright and cooled by the forest shade. Then one stormy evening when the icy rain did pour, out of the egg appeared the leg of the lone dinosaur. His neck was long and limber, his shoulders broad and lean. His eye was high as the morning sky and his vision it was keen. He wandered strong and silent across the valley floor And everybody called him the Lone Dinosaur Dinosaur! His tail was swift as lightning Dinosaur! His heart was brave and pure Dinosaur! Whenever times are frightening Call his name and he'd be there for sure Lone Dinosaur One day when he was roaming Alone out in the west A vicious pack of sharks